Welcome to the Lead Management Mastermind Show, the only podcast where you'll learn about lead management best practices from the top lead management and sales marketing executives in the industry. Hear about the optimization, strategy, and techniques that have made each of our guests the best of the best in the lead management domain. Live from the headquarters of SDP Solutions, Here's your host, Scott Payne. Hey, everybody. This is Scott Payne. Welcome back to the Lead Management Masterminds podcast. I'm so excited to have you guys back with us today, and I'm even more excited about our guest today. I am so excited to introduce everyone to Danny Dunn. She is Senior Project Manager at Shape Software. Danny is, I guess, a project manager, but she is so much more. She's going to tell you more about uh, all of her fun stuff that she does at Shape today. So really excited to have Danny on the show. Danny, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm excited to be here, Scott. Thanks so much for having me. So glad to have you. We've known each other now for like six months. We've really spent a lot of time together as you help our team, our our team here at SDP Solutions, really get to know the Shape system itself and all of the great features it has. You've really invested a lot of time with us, and I'm really excited to have you on to, to really talk about and show all of the people out there all of the great things about the system because it's just, it just rocks and rolls. So I'm really excited about it. So let's start off with a quick introduction of yourself. I mentioned your senior project manager. I mentioned, I always reference you as like the Swiss army knife of shape. You do a little bit of everything and you do it awesome. So why don't you tell everyone a little bit about shape and maybe a little bit about your current role with shape. Yeah. So shape to give you a high level overview of what shape is in in general. It is sales and marketing automation that helps businesses, especially in certain vertical industries that we that we specialize in, streamline their business and help convert more leads to deals. So that is what we are at a very high level. Of course, there's so much to what Shape does, including not only CRM, lead management, distribution, built-in dialer, texting, drip campaigns, you know, the list goes on and I'm sure we're going to get into what exactly those are. And then more about me and my role. My official title is a senior project manager. So what that involves is really taking new projects and seeing them to fruition. So it's great to see ideas that come to life and how that applies to businesses. I feel like I'm constantly learning with each new project, each new vertical that that comes out. Of course, I'm not on every single project, but I'm on a lot of projects that we roll out here at Shape. And then to kind of, that's my primary role, secondary or, you know, on par with because it's, you know, we are very dev heavy and we're constantly rolling out new features. But I also am a senior account manager as well. So I do manage our enterprise level accounts or at least some of our largest enterprise level accounts. What's great about that role So it's different, you know, project management versus account management. You get to work with amazing individuals and Scott, you know, we get to work together and come up with really innovative solutions to solve complex problems or just hurdles that people try to put all of their different tech stacks together. And that's what's inspiring about it for me, at least. Yeah. Well, so, and you always say, so we've done a lot of calls together for clients and demos and Danny always says, you know, I'm just a back-end person. I'm not a salesperson. And I have to say, Danny is one of the best salespeople out there because when you get on the call, I mean, one of the things about sales, you have to be passionate about what you're selling, right? 
you have to be passionate when you talk about it and, and talk about the future and, and all the different things it has. You have to be passionate about it. And you're super passionate about it. And it sells itself when you're talking about it. So for those that uh, that are out there, do not let Danny tell you she's not a salesperson. She just inherently is by all of the great stuff that she does with Shape. So, but you know, I am interested to hear a little bit about your background. How did you get into lead management? You've been at Shape for over 10 years. How did you come across Shape? What is your background and where do you see, or I guess what motivates you every day when you come into work? Great question. And it's kind of a funny answer. And, you know, you talk about where I'm at now, but this is not where I started at Shape. I guess if we really backtrack it, I took a, a yearbook class in middle school and I knew that I wanted to get in into digital creative space. So that's where like my love for this type of industry started. I went to Cal Poly San Luis Obispo for graphic communication, and I actually specialized in package design and got a minor in packaging. So I thought I was going to go into beer and wine labeling and, you know, maybe making shampoo bottles. Uh, you know, that's where I thought my career was going. But I actually had an internship in college that exposed me to digital asset management, marketing, web development. And I really just loved how dynamic it was. You you work with different businesses. And so that's kind of how I started in this role, how I started at Shape. I was actually a freelance designer, just doing stuff here and there. I fell in love with just the Shape team in general. What I love most about Shape in particular, I didn't know what a CRM was when I started at Shape or lead management. I, I was exposed to it slightly, but I still kind of had no idea what it all involved. But what I loved was throughout my entire career here at Shape, every day our leadership teams are investing in our education and our continued growth. So as you can see now, today, the position that I hold and where I'm at was definitely not where I started. And that's something that I love about Shape just as a culture and as a company is we're not only, they don't just invest in us as as a team, but also in our customers' success as well. No doubt. And so, you know, I've seen it on the front lines with you and uh, working with the existing clients you guys have, you know, and, and really, you know, bringing new clients on and seeing kind of the, uh, I would call it like the roll up the sleeves. Everyone on the Shape team seems to like roll up their sleeves. There's not, you know, one thing that is too good for one person. Uh, you know, everyone's willing to jump in, figure out the problem, solution, come up with it. Uh, and then you mentioned like the design or you mentioned the, uh, the development team being dev heavy, like just the, you know, it's so refreshing to be working with the system again that has the capabilities to do things quickly, that has a roadmap. I'll talk about the roadmap a little bit later, but, you know, to have that, you know, at your side. So to come up with big ideas and be able to kind of get those over to the development team and work with them to get something released in a efficient, quick, you know, quick manner that works really well. So anyways, I'm, you know, really excited about, uh, again, the opportunity and the partnership. And for those that don't know, people listening have seen this in some capacity in my LinkedIn or uh, Instagram pages, but we have signed a partnership with Shape. I am just kind of head over heels for the solution itself, what it can do, you know, ultimately, how many different industries that, that it could help. There's been a lot of people that have come up to me at conferences. I just, I, this blows my mind, but someone uh, someone or a couple of people have come up to me at conferences and said, Hey, I've listened to your podcast for a couple of years now. And I'm like, wait a second, that's awesome. And they said, well, you know, all you have is mortgage content. You know, can you do some other industries? And I said, you know, it kind of hit me like, yes, we need to be supporting the other industries. And so that's what I'm so excited about shape is that it gives us the opportunity to work with other industries that 
have lead management. Guess what? Lead management exists almost everywhere. And so what I wanted to ask you with this was what verticals or what industries to shape, call it specialize in. And then if you could give us like one or two like industries or like business types of interesting ways that you've seen shape be used in, you know, in the past. Yeah. So our core industry verticals are going to be mortgage, like you mentioned, but we also have solar education, debt relief, insurance and small business. So really, it spans the gamut of various industries. And when it comes down to it, all businesses have core features that are important, no matter if you're a mortgage company, a solar company, an education company, et cetera. So there we have our core features, but each template has its subtle nuances that are specific to each industry. And, you know, if you do have a I know you have a big mortgage following. So just speaking about the mortgage template specifically, the fields are geared toward mortgage loans. You have referral partner linking. And actually we have that in almost every single, I think every single vertical we have referral partner tracking. So you have the B2C aspect and then you also have the B2B. But then like with mortgage versus solar mortgage, we have the LOS integrations. We have a borrower portal specific, whereas in solar, we have like a homeowner's portal where they can upload their electricity bills and we have solar proposals, et cetera. So there's core features, but they are different depending on the industry. I think you also asked to maybe some unique verticals mm -hmm. that yeah. so as a project manager, I've definitely been a part of some custom builds. There's no CRM out there or no solution out there that serves that particular use case. There's one specifically that's always sat with me. And it was so cool because as you as you know and as you've been working with us, we develop crazy things where it's, you know, you have this idea or this idea comes up and it actually does come to fruition. So this particular business, they actually worked with leads and they also worked with several different vendors, like housing vendors. So whether it be like a hotel or an apartment complex, et cetera, basically a lead would come in and they would try to house a large number of people. And we would have to understand where the ideal location was. And then we would pull in all of those vendors into like a map. So think about almost using Zillow, how you have your radius of of an area where you're mm -hmm. looking to buy. We, we developed technology like that to indicate which one of their, their vendors that they worked with would be in the location and also in the budget of that person. So that one was just, it's always stood out to me. It was crazy. I was like, conceptually, it didn't make sense how it would even work because that's yeah. building like a whole business into a solution for this subtle or this unique use case. So that one was really cool. A very so that's cool. interesting. Yeah. So like one of the things I always mentioned too, and I'm still working on this as we speak is the idea about having a lead management system for your life, for your personal life. And so I'm in the process right now in my free time that I have, which is very seldom sometimes, but when I have free time, I like to go in and build this around all of my kind of friendships and, you know, uh, business partners and things that are uh, people that I need to follow up with. And, you know, I think as I age, and maybe this is related to concussions in football growing up or who knows what, or, you know, me and my brother's fighting throughout the years, whatever. I am forgetting stuff left and right. And so I found myself multiple times when I'm talking to a friend, I totally forget what we talked about last time. 
And so, you know, rather than put it in notes, I'm starting to mess around with putting a lead as my friend and then putting the notes in the lead record and then using the SMS. Well, we're going to talk next about some of the features of shape, using the features of shape to really drive me uh, one to remember what I talked to them and the last time I talked to them, but also to help with prioritization of friends so that I can make sure I don't forget about my best friends and I make sure I'm following up and touching base. So I think that's the unique thing about shape is that we, we listed a bunch of different verticals, but it literally can do anything you want, including your personal life, which, you know, a lot of people just don't think of lead management as managing your life, but it really is. You've got to prioritize things. Sometimes you need to distribute things to other people. I mean, there's just all kinds of stuff that comes in to your own, your personal life and, and lead management's there. So some interesting use cases there for lead management shape. And again, the tools, which I want to lead into next is, you know, what are some of your favorite features of the system itself? The things that stand out to you as maybe like the core things that shape is known for with your customers and things that drive the most, you know, conversion rates, highest conversion rates, whatever. What are some of those features that shape does today? So that's a tough question because it really depends on what the what the need is, but I can tell you that between so my favorite features personally, if we're talking, you know, high level, making things easier for different businesses, between prioritization rules, checklists, automated actions or triggers, they used to be called triggers, they're kind of automated actions now, and drip campaigns and statuses. I'm, tr- so I'm trying not to name too many, but the combination of all of those together, you can really customize a workflow that works to make your business more efficient. So the reason why I say that is first, when a lead comes in, of course, we have distribution rules, duplicate management, we can work with that. We do work with thousands of different lead providers. That is all pretty straightforward. You know, it's very robust, but you know, there's only so many ways you can distribute a lead based on certain filters and whatnot. But then once the once the lead comes into the system, how you present that to your users, how you track things from a manager or an admin role, that can really be tailored to your needs. Our prioritization rules are a little bit different than other solutions on the market. And the reason why I say that is because you can have different prioritized views even down to the specific user. So you can have a view for a certain type of user role. So if they're in like the sales department versus a billing department, you can have completely different views. And then also you can create management views to see maybe what's falling through the cracks, what needs to be prioritized, et cetera. So I really like our prioritization rules because you can make, you can, it's almost like creating on-demand reporting right at your fingertips. So that is really important. And then once you open up a record, checklists are, I would say, probably underutilized in shape across our customer base, but they're very powerful. So you can essentially create templated items that need to be completed. And those checklists can actually evolve as the lead progresses through the sales cycle. So, and they can also be customized per department as well. And why checklists? It's great just to yeah. have a, an order of things, but then you can create automations off of each checklist item. So you can send emails, send text messages, change the status, reassign it to someone who may be, you know, you may be passing the ball off to, et cetera. I yeah. would say those two. 
Well, the checklist, I would say, yeah, it's to us, it's still new. We're trying to figure out, you know, the adopting from here's the prioritized view, just call from the top to bottom and hope they kind of know what to do and kind of what to say on each one of these things versus having the checklist. What goes in our minds is like, well, what about, so how do we put it in place where, again, it's telling them, here's what you got to do. Like on this one, even, even if it's just a workflow, like, hey, call this and leave them, leave your first voicemail, check. Right. Next one, leave a voicemail, you know, don't leave a voicemail, but going to send a text for you next time. Check and work through the checklist. Everyone has this kind of this mindset or not everybody, but I would say a lot of sales professionals out there will have to do list or things that they like to check off or mark off when something's done and to have that functionally actually in the lead record itself and still be driving it in a way that helps with your prioritization and adoption and those types of things. I think are huge. And then you mentioned the, the multi-use, multi-user part of it. So I'm going to use that as my favorite, one of my favorite things, because in the same aspect, you could have a brand new person, let's call it a, uh, a junior caller or a I mean, mortgage, you might call a loan officer assistant and other industries it might just be a CSR or someone who is brand new to the company. The amount of time it takes to train someone on the process and say, here's the steps you need to take can take forever be inaccurate makes it where you can't trust your data like there's just all kinds of problems obviously with hiring people and then you got to retain them and hope you don't have to go hire someone new if they leave so now you're giving them a checklist to say exactly here's exactly the steps that you need to do you don't need to worry about this just literally use the system and it will tell you kind of what to do and what steps to do it and to your point we can still use it to automate things down the, the, the roads where they don't need to go manually send an email they don't need to manually send a text it can automatically trigger those things based on that check mark kind of happening in the system, which I think is huge. It also tells you who who checked it and when they checked it as well. So it's not just, you know, there's other systems we were in the past where it's like, when did this field change? Uh, we don't know who changed it. I don't know. And we can't drive anything off of it either. Right. So there's so much value in this that I think, I'm, you know, as we continue to, to demo this for customers, I'm so excited for people to see this. I would say that half the time we get to an hour long demo, it's hard to even get to it because there's so much other stuff that's, that goes in front of it. So look for more information about checklist stuff coming out. We'll have, me and Danny, we'll, we'll spend some time building some stuff out for everyone based on this podcast episode here about checklists. So anything else to add as far as other products? I, you know, I know, again, it's very kind of a broad question because there's so much great stuff. You know, it really depends on on the industry. You know, if you're talking about a solar individual who's using our software, I would focus on, well, our shared calendar is a great tool. It makes it so easy to manage. You can, you know, assign different site surveys to different individuals based on their availability versus if we're talking about small business. Well, tasks are really important because you might have someone in a particular status, but you might have some, we talked about checklists, but then there's some task items that if you like kind of a Kanban or board view where you can visually move your tasks from started to completion, that's a great tool and that's heavily utilized in uh, in the small business space. Uh, we have Quickfire Connect, which gets, this really works with any business, but especially like in mortgage or debt relief or solar, really call center type organizations, Quickfire Connect, we're seeing that during business hours, you can get on the phone with a customer literally within seconds of that that customer coming into the system. So speed to contact being one of those primary drivers from 
you know, you ask me as an account manager or like as a project manager, what are my favorite features? I like these because it saw it creates very ease of use when it comes to the system. But if I was talking to a business owner, Quickfire Connect gets your your reps on the phone with customers instantly. I mean, Scott, we could go on for hours. Well, I'm actually, <laughs> I, I am going to go to one, and because you know, it's it's one of those things that I think changes the game. It really changes the game because guess what people do? Like I am on my phone all day long. I have it up. I'm looking at it. It's near me. I would hate to see the stats on how much time. I mean, actually, I've seen the stats. I spend a lot of time, but the amount of times I pick it up and do these kinds of things. And one thing that stood out, and this was kind of right as our partnership was evolving. Hey, Scott, we have a great mobile app coming out. I want you to see more. And I'm like, okay, cool. People who had mobile apps before, cool. Be cool to see. But you guys created a game changer when it comes to a mobile app. It allows people to literally run their business. Like, I, you know, I don't think they have to log into the actual computer. They can just do it from their phone. They can literally run a business from their phone in this application. So Talk to us a little bit about maybe how you guys got to the kind of realization that you needed to create a really robust mobile app versus some of the other companies that, you know, put together something where you can do some basic stuff. You guys really took it to the next level. What are some of those things that led you to that decision? <laughs> it's a funny story. So we use our system ourselves. We, just like our customers use our system, we use our system too. And uh, what really dawned on us was um, we have people all over the country that work here at Shape. There's a specific location where, especially in this last year, there were a lot of storms and it impacted internet connection. So, but cell service was still fine. So what was happening is we were like, wow, there's a real need that if your internet gets wiped out due to unforeseen issues, like we still need them to be able to get on, either reschedule their calls or whatever it may be. They need to be able to work mobily. That was what kind of led us to it. And then also to everyone's on their phones. So our system's always been responsive, but we wanted to make it a lot more user-friendly for everyone who would be using it. So that's really what led us to the the upgrade of the mobile app that we came out with somewhat, I mean, it wasn't, it's not that recent anymore, but somewhat right. recently. And what I love about it is I've always used the mobile app, even our previous version for text messaging, but the, the user friendliness of it now makes it so easy. I could see all my text messages in one place. I can easily respond back and forth. I can even, for example, we have like our onboarding priority. If I'm working with someone, I'm if I'm on this call and something comes up, I have my phone right next to me. I can go right onto my onboarding priority view because we also bring in our prioritized views into the mobile app. I can call, text, and email just by swiping my finger over the contact and it makes it so easy. I can also open it up, view any notes. If, for example, an assistant or a support representative or someone else is working on my account, I can also log in, see any new notes right from my mobile app. So if I do make a call to someone, I will have all of the information at my fingertips on the go. So it's, it's awesome. Um, and I know people are going to take it, take it for granted because there's all kinds of mobile apps. But when it comes to this space... Like this just doesn't exist in the way that Shape now has it. I'll give you one story as well for, for my kind of usage as well, because STP also uses Shape to manage our business and track all of our opportunities and customers and stuff that we're doing. So, but one of the things that I like to do is that 
probably don't, I don't probably don't preach this as we're talking to customers about having a rep like, hey, wait till the end of the day to put in all your actions for the day. But in my life as a CEO, small business owner, it's I got a lot going on. I'm working a lot of hours. And so, you know, in certain use cases, you probably make an exception for it. I'll make an exception for myself. But I like to sit on the couch at night after the kids have gone to bed and I'm watching TV and I know I talked to four people today. I go in and now I kind of document the things that I talked about and summarize it. It's a good kind of reflection point in the, the day for me as well, just to remind myself of progress that we made throughout the day. Really where I kind of see the value of it is the fact that I can do speech to text, which I can do in the, I can do in the actual you know, desktop version, which is amazing because uh, I do that as well in the calls where I'm documenting right away. But the mobile app, you just, we talked about this, we're doing this, this is what they said, we're you know, and you just literally talk it out, picks it up, puts it in there, saves it as a note. Now the entire team can see the conversation that I had. I can update the status from there and kind of move it down the next part of the workflow. The mobile app's huge. Uh, you can also put in your phone numbers. Now you can get a phone call. You actually have the tracking of the phone call in the system. I think you know, other mobile apps in the past, you're, you're, you're uh, of other companies, maybe you're there relying on the salesperson to take their status change or whatever they're doing in the mobile app and just kind of hope that they actually had a conversation with the person versus this, you can actually have a phone call. The documents phone call was made, but also record the call if you're using that part of the technology as well, which is just game changing to organizations that want to trust their data, uh, be able to rely on call stats, et cetera. It really kind of keeps everything in sync and in line. I want to keep going on features, uh, but I think we might run out of time if we do so. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna skip ahead just a second because I think this is call it a call it a up and coming feature. Some of the stuff is up and coming features. Let's talk a little bit about the future of shape, right? Mm -hmm. And you guys evolve things so quickly. You develop stuff very quickly, and so the future like literally could be the next month. And I know there's a ton on the roadmap stuff coming up. And yes, there's an actual roadmap of things that you can you know work with shape on. It's amazing uh, to have a roadmap of things. Let's talk about the future. What are some of the up and coming things coming for Shape that you think would be interesting for people to know about? Yeah, so in the in the really short term, if anyone's listening who's been with Shape for, you know, a year, two years, three years potentially, you've seen the evolving of Shape's platform. We believe that in technology, you have to constantly evolve in order to be relevant. And it's our job to give our customers the tools that they need to be not only competitive in the space, but leading in the space as well. So in the last year, we've done a major UI update to make things even more user-friendly than they were before. We did the mobile app, so updated our mobile app, as we talked about, to make it more user-friendly. And we're also making our portal. Um, so very soon, we're our portal, our customer portal, that you can gather information, documents, et cetera, from your customers. That's getting a UI update, which we're really excited about. Some other things are some really cool remarketing tools that we're rolling out. This one, I'm not sure how much I can share of yet because we're going to be making some announcements here soon. But I would like to talk about AI and what that means in business. I can tell you now that if you're a business and not using AI, you're already behind. So we are leveraging the power of AI in our software, not only with lead scoring, which is something that currently is in our system now, but also Shape AI. So it can help you by having a single workspace. It kind of looks like Google in a way, like you know how Google has a single search bar and it allows you to type in whatever you want and press go. Um, that's really how our Shape AI interface works. 
And we do that to make it easy on, on the individuals that are using Shape. But what my favorite feature about it is, is I use that feature every single day, whether it be to improve an email that I'm sending as a manual follow-up, or maybe we're rolling out new marketing and, and announcing a new feature. The content creation behind it can assist in creating that, that follow-up, that announcement in a way that even copywriters, you know, it would take a lot longer and you typically have to go back and forth. You have to have some sort of knowledge on what you're saying. And what AI does is it collapses those timeframes, saves you a lot of time, a lot of money. And so that is what is super exciting. And kind of like I said, because AI is the future, Shape is dedicated to incorporating AI and more elements of our software to make your job easier. So that's what's super exciting. And kind of like I mentioned earlier, I've been with Shape for so long, which isn't very common in the tech space. Usually it's like a two-year cycle with most companies and employees. But as you've found, I've been here since basically I got out of college, <laughs> you know, and um what I love about it is I'm constantly learning. We're constantly, you know, our product today is not what it even was six months ago because we're always pushing the envelope. Although our features and our core is stuff that people know and love, uh, we're just making enhancements and making things easier over time. It's funny how many people out there say, oh, I, you know, this AI stuff, I'm not going to use it. I'm never going to use it, whatever. My mother-in-law is one of those people who's like, oh, that's just too much. I can't do it. And then literally she's like on her phone saying, hey, Siri, how do I do this? And what's this? And she uses it all the time. I'm like, that is AI. Yeah. Everyone uses it. Everyone uses Siri. Everyone's using AI in some capacity. Why would your lead management system where we want you to be efficient and, you know, execute things quickly and make your life easy? Why would those tools not have that component in there? And that's why I'm so excited about uh, the future that's coming up and, and most importantly, I, you know, my team, SDP Solutions, we, uh, in this partnership that we have together, it's not just a normal partnership where we work with clients and what have you and, and you know, help implement things. Like it is like, hey, SDP, we want you to like, give us some ideas and incorporate us. And it's literally, it's like, we're the same team now. It's like not even a two separate teams. I say we a lot when I'm talking about shape stuff. So the fact that, you know, shape is not only using the knowledge they have, but also tapping into other partners, which get other competitors out there want to kind of keep it siloed and internal and those types of things versus, Hey, what are you hearing from clients and what could be helpful here? Or, hey, run this up by this client, see what they think. Those types of stuff is what like, I am so excited about the partnership and doing this stuff. And, you know, obviously we've been boots on the ground with it for the last six, eight months. So super excited. If you can't tell. Uh, with and all I, that, so. Just to kind of rewind to not that long ago, I think one of the first couple days that you and I were introduced together and we were working together, you have you and your whole SDP team has so many great ideas, not only strategies, but how to work with other technology solutions. And I remember literally the one of the first conversations we had, you were like, hey, it'd be really cool if we could track this metric. Um, I think it's, you know, last text response date and time and last email open date and time. And we already track that in the software. But you were like, if, if you could put that and we could make a prioritization rule out of that, that would be great. And I think two days later, we had it in the system available to be to be available in prioritization rules. So I mean, 
it's both sides, you know, SDP people. That's what's so great about working with you guys and just working with people and just really talented people overall is, you know, we are collaborative workspace and all together we can create, we can really change the industry and just make great things happen. Couldn't agree more. Absolutely. So, uh, and by the way, it was, I think it was 46 hours. So give yourself a little more credit. It wasn't 48 hours. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. So I want to wrap up with this. I always wrap up with a question around like, take out your crystal ball, right? And Mm -hmm. look in the crystal ball and let's talk about five years from now. What does lead management look like in five years? You just look at the involvement over the last five years with shape. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you've come a long way, but everything's kind of evolving so quickly now. There's something new every single day that I read about technology-wise. So maybe a tough question to, ask, to, to really ask. We'll have robots selling things. We won't even need, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Always going to need salespeople, I believe. But where, where do you see sales in five years or where do you see lead management as it relates to sales, regardless of industry, in the next five years? <sighs> I mean, just knowing how things have changed even in the last year, that's really hard to predict. But what I would predict is as leads come in, I think there's going to be a lot more kind of AI responses back and forth to customers on behalf of reps. I know that especially right now in the space, communication is is a little bit different, different and difficult with different mandates that have been in place, namely 10 DLC, stir shaken, etc. But because we can automate so much, I definitely see that being more prevalent in uh, the intake of leads and the qualification of leads. And then I also see a lot more with the remarketing strategy. So a lot more automation in taking leads that may not have converted within the first you know, week or even a couple of days and having a remarketing solution and tracking to to really drive leads through your workflow in a more efficient way than than companies are doing it now. So I think more more focus on automating the initial lead intake and then focusing on better strategies for once the lead comes in and and remarketing. Yeah, I love it. We uh, I've had this discussion a lot as I've been back on the road talking to people about the future of shape and, and things like that with AI as we bring it up. And so you know I think there's always this thought that technology is going to replace jobs, right? In some aspects, they might. But when it comes to sales, like it's going to be extremely difficult to build relationships via AI, to, to build rapport, to build likability, and all of the things that salespeople do really well. So it's just a matter of how you actually use the software, what it can do for you, but just still going to need, in my opinion, that personal touch along the way. We can automate so much here in the front end, as you mentioned with AI, but at some point, the salesperson still is critical as part of the the sales transaction. So love your response. I think it's a great future. Look forward to being part of this with Shape over the next five years plus and uh, making, making some of this fun stuff happen. So as we wrap up, I want to give you an opportunity to tell people where they where they can find you. What's a good way to reach out to you if they wanted to ask questions or have feedback? What's a good way to get in touch with you? You know, if you're interested in learning more about Shape, we do have demos that you can schedule right from our website. So you can just go on to setshape.com. You can go ahead and either sign up for our software. You can get started literally today. Our onboarding team's great, help you get your 
data migrated, your phone set up, et cetera. So feel free to go onto our website. I know that there's an SDP solutions team. So if you're looking for not only a, an incredible software solution, but also system administration, strategy, secret shopping, et cetera, you can also get in touch with SDP with Shape and you, know, you can have a really winning strategy. Yeah, so you mentioned signing up on the website. It's one thing I want to point out about Shape that I think was one of those things on the first time that I did my demo of the solution you and I, again, six, eight months ago, was that you made the statement that it is your job, it's Shape's job to earn the customer's business every single month. And this is in regards to a month-to-month contract. Now, most companies out there do not offer a month-to-month contract. They want to lock you down to a year, two, three years, and guess what? They're not going to let you drop your seeds. you got to stay at a certain number. And it really just st- stood out immediately with me was that, oh, wow, you can do this because it's their job. And again, just it just was so powerful of a statement. Now, you know, I would say the majority of your customers, I've, as I've learned, will go the annual route. There's some benefits to that. You're going to get a little bit cheaper price. You're going to get Shape IQ, which we can talk about Shape IQ, all kinds of stuff that you would get included with that. There's, again, there's so much stuff to talk about. So we'll do some extra videos on that at a later date with Shape IQ. But that said, they at least offer a month-to-month contract. And again, it is their job to earn the business. So what that means is you can go sign up today. As she mentioned, you literally can sign up for a seat on a month-to-month contract to try the system out go through some of the onboarding stuff, you could do that. You could also, you know, get a demo and go through the full process yourself. But regardless, I just wanted to point out that month to month, you got to really think through what that means to you as a client is that they're really putting the money where the mouth is on this, that they're going to, you're going to be a happy customer or you can leave. And other places you can be an unhappy customer and guess what? You can't leave. So you're stuck. Yeah. And so that really puts a big burden on businesses who are really, you know, trying to make it through you know, economic times or whatever, really got to have a partner that's in it to win it, if you will. So excited about that with Shape as well. So we're going to wrap up. Danny, thanks so much for joining us today. I'm so glad we're able to make this happen. And uh, we're going to do some future videos. As I mentioned, we have so much other stuff we could talk about, uh, other features, et cetera. So I'll pull you into some of those stuff along the way. So thanks again for joining us today. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. And hopefully we can do this again here shortly. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Lead Management Masterminds podcast. Today's episode is presented by SDP Solutions, your one-stop shop for all things lead management strategy and optimization. Please visit us at www.sdp-solutions.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe and leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast site.